Let's do this. It's been 40 minutes since we're supposed ridiculous. to have started. You haven't started yet? <laughs> no. <What the> heck? <laughs> <laughs> you I know. We're about to start. We're starting right now. What's going on, geeks? You're listening to the Geeks on the Grace podcast, episode 18. My name's Cody Armour, and I'm here with Joe Morgan. Dad Zooks. And Shelly Walter. Puppy monkey baby. What just happened? Puppy monkey baby. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fair enough. But before we start the podcast, there is something that I need to say, because I made a mistake last week. We were talking about uh, the televangelist on Netflix, and I was like, I don't know how we missed this, that they showed up last December. And then you guys probably went and searched it and was like, we don't see any of this. It is next December that the televangelist will be on Netflix. So you have to wait an entire year before you hear anyone's sermons. Uh, Merry Christmas next year. Yeah. Yeah. I actually talked about it in the news show, beef, like the day after, and I reported it correctly. And as I was reading, it was just like, oh, no. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's not up yet. I hope nobody looks for it. I don't feel like anyone probably cared that much. But it wasn't like season three of House of Cards. Right. Anyways, what are you guys geeking out about this week, Joe? Um, so this week I've been playing through The Witness a bit on PlayStation 4. That game is wicked difficult. Um, no, nah, I mean, you know, you could, you could literally look at a picture and solve five of the puzzles in a row super quick, but that would be cheating so much of what that game is. It's a $40 indie title. Jonathan Blow, the guy that made, um, oh, I can't even remember the name of the game right now. My, my brain is totally blanking. Last week. Yeah. Uh, Brayoid. Uh, no, Braid. <laughs> Thanks, Patrick. <laughs> Uh, the guy that made Braid, he made it with a team of his. He actually used real um, architects and landscapers and stuff to help him design the world. And That's cool. That's it's sweet. it's a bunch of line puzzles that you learn the rules of as you play through the world. And you can kind of experience this island going from place to place. There are 11 areas in the game. I have finished three. I'm working on the fourth. And I'm at the point now where some of these puzzles are taking me two, three hours to work through. Like, and, and I got so frustrated. I spent hours the other day working on this one puzzle. I was like, forget it. I got to go to bed. It's like 2 a.m. My brain's not yeah. functioning anymore. I've been working on it two, three hours. Had diagrammed out a bunch of stuff and tried different wow. combinations. My brother's never played the game. I pull him in Sunday after church. And I'm like, hey, man, here are the basic rules of this thing. And he looks at it and he goes, oh, you do this, this, this. Boom! Solved. It was like wow. <laughs> oh. But then he ended up That's spending like three hours with me on the next set of puzzles, <laughs> losing his mind too. So that game is really well done, though. If you like puzzles, I, I know forty dollars sounds expensive for an indie game. There is plenty here, though. There are something like seven hundred puzzles in the game. So, oh, wow. Dang. If you like puzzles, definitely check out The Witness. Uh, I've also been w- working my way through the rest of Roroni Kenshin uh, Season 1. Mm-hmm. I think I have two, maybe three episodes left, and then I'm going to have to start diving onto Crunchyroll to see what they have there. 
Uh, and it's all dubbed on Netflix. Yeah. And it's so good. It is hands down of, of the... Now, granted, I have a limited knowledge of anime. But of the 15 or 20 I've watched over the years, Roroni Kenshin is still easily my favorite. Very cool. So mm-hmm. I'd recommend you check that out. The uh, Steam cells have also crashed in pretty hard with the Lunar New Year. And yep. I've picked up quite a few this time around. Uh, I've gotten into survival games because me and my buddy's been playing Ark on the Xbox One. So I picked up Rust and The Long Dark, Savage Lands, and a few Rust others. Rust was the Naked Rockheads, right? That was the one with the net, yeah. And and I got rid of it last week, you know, I was telling that. But it was right, on sale that. for $10 this week. Oh. <laughs> so I bought it uh. at half price. And I'm going to try to play on a no pops like, you know, one or two other people on the server. That way, I can kind of learn the the basics of the game that's smart. without getting so angry. Yeah, that's that's it for me this week. How about you, Shelley? Well, I've done a couple things. I've been playing Super Smash Bros. way more than I feel like I probably should, um, just because I've been playing with a lot of different people um, in my dorm, which is really fun. And I'm getting a lot better at it, which is good. Um, I was playing as Corrin because someone downloaded Corrin on their Wii U. And I was playing as Corrin and super OP, super fun. So I actually just <laughs> bought him for myself, the only DLC character I've bought. Uh, so that's a good one. We're probably going to talk about that more later. Besides that, I also found my lost copy of Hyrule Warriors, which is awkward because that's the game I won from Geeks Under Grace so long ago. And I finally found it. And so I was playing it again. And it was actually much more fun than I remember. So that's cool. And also, I started finally watching One Punch Man. And I love it. One Punch Man, yeah. I I need to check that one out. It is so funny. I mean... Granted, I don't really watch anime that much, but I know enough about different animes that I get some of the jokes. There's mm-hmm. a lot of different jokes. Where, um, you know, there's one of the villains that looks just like a Dragon Ball Z villain. There's someone who looks just like a Titan from Attack on Titan, and just plays <laughs> all these. Jo- it's so funny. It's so funny. Um, I was like laughing my head off. So I'm gonna I've keep seen a lot that. of clips. I have not actually seen an episode yet, but I've wanted to really bad. Oh, man, it's I really love it. So I think I'm on episode five or something like that. It's only one season. There's only twelve episodes, but um, man, I've just really loved that. So maybe I'll watch more anime <laughs> from that. Definitely, That's kind of it. Yeah. I'm having, you, I'm having a hard time watching any anime right now because I cannot. I watched recently, a little while back, um, The Devil is a Part-Timer. And yeah. if Bryce Pappenbrook is not the antagonist, uh, he is a voice act- an English voice actor who did Sword Art Online, uh, Seven Deadly Sins, and Unlimited Blade Works. And I watched all three of those in a row. And so, like, Devil is a Part-Timer, the guy wasn't voiced by this dude. And I was so, like, disgruntled and upset because <laughs> that's the voice of an antagonist for me now in anime. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Protagonist, not antagonist, protagonist. Good guy. Yeah, good guy. He's always good the guy. main character. Got it. It's been really weird. So he needs to get into some more stuff. I got really excited about something that he was in. 
I can't remember the name of it right now. I was like, oh, I'll have to watch this new anime, this other anime I've heard. And I went to check it out, and it was a 3DS game. And he's like a secondary character. Huh. <laughs> it's hmm. some kind of RPG. There's a lot That's of that. Disgusting. There's a lot of uh, crossover between anime and, and voice acting and video games sometimes. Definitely. Yeah. yeah, no, yeah. Started to kind of notice that. Um, him and Vic Mignogna, I just love their voice acting. Vic Mignogna, for people who don't know, is a full metal alchemist. And he's a very, like, outspoken Christian. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, other than that, I I didn't play Fallout 4 almost at all this week. And I felt like I didn't play any video games. But then I kind of realized I got back into Destiny. My nephew got it, so I played a few games with him. And I'm still pretty good at it, which I was really happy about. <laughs> and something I haven't played in forever is Rocket League. Rocket League. Rocket Le- oh, man. Rocket League's so good. We had a community night. I wasn't a part of it, but because it was brought up. I was like, I gotta go play Rocket League now. Yeah. Because uh, I was late for it. Uh, the whole community, Facebook, Geeks Under Grace community. If you, uh, if you haven't known, go check that out. We do we do game nights. But uh, yeah, I love Rocket League still. I just haven't played it in forever. It's, oh, it's such, a, it's such a tightly done game. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. It. And they're still like adding new stuff to it. I played the... I don't know what it's called, but it's like a Mad Max looking level. And then they have cubed uh, balls and stuff now. I don't know. Cubed balls? Yeah, I haven't <laughs> played on one of those games, but uh, they have a ball that's a cube. I haven't so played since they added that in. Huh? So it's just a cube. It's just a cube. Yeah, instead of a ball, it's a cube. Okay, so it's not a cube ball. The physics are all wonkified. Yeah, I've never... Pl- I heard about it... I. I want to say that it's out. I saw... I'm assuming it's like DLC or something. I have not played it yet on that setting. Uh, but when I turn it on, you can see it on the side. They have like an advertisement for it. Uh, but other than that, TV shows have been rocking. And Supergirl. been watching Supergirl. And I love it. I had a hard time with it at first. Because like I said last time, I think it was. I said I started watching it. Um, right. It's very chick flicky. There's a love triangle. And it's trying to be a chick flick but the action has been very authentic and i think that's a really smart idea for them to have done is like it has this thing that's going to appease to women who don't watch superhero shows but it also has the very core action no hold back on the fighting scenes which i love that's Um, good and it's really smartly done you get the origin story first episode she doesn't know what she's doing all that good stuff and every episode, you just see how much she's grown since the last episode. And right. I don't know. It has to be in the writing somehow. But they've just done it so well to where you're like, this has been a couple weeks. or this has been a week. And she's actually done a lot since then. Whereas I feel like Flash and Arrow, you never see them progress in their skills. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess Flash, they make it really obvious. They're like... He needs to learn in this episode how to do stuff. She has grown. You can tell between episodes. It's been really fun to see. That's awesome. it for me. That's that's all. TV's been rocking my world right now. I've realized just how much TV I'm watching, and it's kind of scary. Need to maybe cut back <laughs> a little bit. But I watch at least probably an hour a day now. Almost every day of the week, there's something that comes out I need to see. Wow. Cool. That'll yeah. keep you up on everything. Yeah. 
And speaking of TV, we're trying to do this a little bit differently. For people, you probably haven't realized because we don't actually like go out and say it, but the whole idea with the podcast was we would have a first topic, our segment one would be some topic that we'd have the pull list, which you usually hear about, and then we do a third topic, and the third topic always kind of like falters a little bit, it seems, in the last few episodes. So instead of doing it that way, we're going to be talking about TV and then anime, movies, video games, and those are going to be our topics from now on, along with Christianity, of course, um, hopefully throughout the whole thing. That, that's kind of the goal with this, is all of this is from a Christian mindset. Uh, and then also anything Christian that we think you guys will care about, because we care about it, we'll be talking about too. But that being said, uh, TV, we're, uh, we're going to start with that. And since I'm talking about Supergirl, I guess, I'm really excited about that. You, do you guys watch DC I shows? No. Nope. I, I don't have cable, and what little bit of TV I watch is generally just Walking Dead or Netflix. Okay. I just don't really watch shows. <laughs> this is just my, like, I, I never feel like I'm a nerd, and then I start talking about TV, and I realize <laughs> that I that's where my niche is at. Uh, nerd or what? geek? Need nerd or geek? Geek. Because we're geeks. There you go. Kids. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> They're the same to me. Someone is like, <gasps> I'm, I'm the one that's like, <gasps> highly offended. <laughs> How that's dare me. you? They have, like, the exact <laughs> difference between the two. Um, wrong, Colonel Sanders. <laughs> but we were just talking about Supergirl. I'm super excited about this. There was Super, super excited about it. Super <laughs> excited about Supergirl. <laughs> um, I'll let them talk in a minute, I promise. But <laughs> uh, When Supergirl came out, they said there's no way Flash or Arrow is going to be a part of it. They just can't happen. Uh, they said we'd really like it to we're working it out, but just the differences with licensing and it being two different channels, it was going to be really difficult. But The Flash is now officially, I believe, don't hold me to it, I believe it's in March, but for sure, Flash is going to be in Supergirl. Uh, coming up pretty soon, in the next few months, I believe. And that's okay. awesome. I know, that's it, say. It, it has a lot of... Uh, it, it does a lot for Flash more than Supergirl. I don't think Supergirl needed it, but I guess you get those viewers. Um, there's a lot of people I saw that are like, I gotta watch Supergirl now because Flash is gonna be connected to it. Uh, but Bat- uh, Arrow and Flash have been really careful about not saying Batman, not saying Superman, uh, pretending those don't exist. Mm-hmm. And this ruins that completely. That's, that's a curious... That's so dumb, though. It's like, we got this cohesive comic book universe that we can't all bring together because we yeah. got licensing it's like issues Marvel, across. It's worse. It's really strange. It was because the movies came out, and so they didn't want to do that. I I don't need Batman to ever show up in Arrow or Flash, but I want to see or hear their names. I want them to be in that universe, and I want them to be meeting each other outside of the episodes. Right. I would love to see just Bruce Wayne and Oliver Queen hanging out, talking over dinner or something about a business thing. But a lot of people are saying that probably what's most likely going to happen, Flash has been working with a lot of different dimensions, going into different dimensions, world, Earth 2 and Earth 1 kind of stuff, that Supergirl might not be on his Earth. It might be another dimension. Uh, (laughs) Oh, they're going that way with it. So we'll see. I'm still waiting. I, I would put money on this. 
when the Batman vs Superman movie comes out, we get a Justice League, all that, we will see that Flash guest star on Flash, the TV show. Okay, that would make sense. But anyways, that's I, I'm super stoked. They're kind of like the Marvel. Marvel's doing the movies. Everything's connected. Uh, TV is rocking with Arrow and Flash and uh, what are Heroes, Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Stoked. So cool. Uh, I'll talk about TV, though. Walking Dead is returning this week. I know, Joe, you definitely watch that. Absolutely. I will definitely be picking that back up. In fact, I think I've already paid for it. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. With with Amazon, so. Nice. I'm I will stoked. not be watching it because I don't watch Walking Dead. You make me so sad. It's so good for you not to be watching TV. Like I said, <laughs> I just I, I realized how many hours I'm wasting watching TV and was just like, no. I know. I, I'm, I feel like it's not that bad because it's not hours a day, but yeah. I definitely watch at least an hour a day. Yeah, I'm letting myself watch One Punch Man mostly because I know it's only one season and I'm not going to get... Once I get, I mean, I'm already hooked on it, but there's not much to get hooked on, so. Right, you're not but watching. For like, something like Walking so. Dead, like, there's just too much. So. <laughs> I know too much already, too. Like, I see all the spoilers, so. Yeah. I'm very excited about that. That comes out this Sunday. So, talk about anime. We're going to move into our little anime section. We actually have a site review from geeksandagrace.com for Young Blackjack Episode 6, so you're going to want to check that out if you're interested. Not to be confused with Jack Black. Yeah, not to be confused with Jack Black. That'd be kind of <laughs> Old awkward. Jack Black. <laughs> <laughs> uh, besides that, we have our little poll list for it. Sailor Moon Crystal uh, Set 1 is out. It'll I've heard great this things. Week. Yeah. That's really it's cool, isn't that? It's supposed to be really awesome. I mean, it's Sailor Moon, so it kind of has to be awesome. What does that yeah. mean? Sorry? I've never seen Sailor Moon. Oh, so, the we, first so one used special? to be really kitty and cheesy, and they remade this, and it's supposed to be, I think it's the same storyline, but they've just kind of matured. the. They know who their audience is. Their audience is grown okay. up. And so it's not like an overly mature, it's like a, a teenage uh, anime, but it's supposed okay. to be not nearly as cheesy. Uh, a little more real with the characters. Yeah. Okay. I, from what I've heard. Yeah, I'm going to want to watch that. We also have Akame Got Kill Collection 1. I hope I said that right. I really do not know what that's about. So I can't say anything. It is not connected to Kill a Kill. For that's interesting. Because it looks uh, like it would be. Just the way that they spelt kill is all capital with the exclamation point. Kill, 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 kill. Kill, I kill. I, I guess. And I kind of got kill. Yeah. We also have Tokyo Ghoul Season 1. Which is a old classic, many... isn't it? Yeah. I thought Tokyo Ghoul was already... I don't know. I think it's just up? a Blu-ray release of it. Yeah, Blu-ray these are these okay. are Blu-ray releases. I see. Because I know quite a few people watch that. We also have Shirobako Season 1. And that I don't know about. I don't. I don't really know either. Yeah. Um, Lord Marksman and Va- Vanadis complete series. So complete series. That's pretty good. Pretty cool. The entire series on a disc or three or whatever came comes in. Either <laughs> way, uh, that's all we have for anime. Looks like, but we're just gonna go right into movies. Got a couple, couple different movies coming out. Uh, we got Deadpool. Which I think is something that everyone's looking forward to, even though it's yeah. radar. Let me ask. Uh, there's been a lot of people uh, 
that have caused like thought it's controversial for Christians to be watching Deadpool. Yes, right. There's already there was already a thing about how children shouldn't be watching it, and right. people thought it should be rated PG-13 just so their kids could watch it. But it really is for a more mature audience because Deadpool is kind of insane. If you Definitely. let your kids watch this, you're a bad parent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is actually parenting advice. I'm just kidding. Maybe you are, but that's... <laughs> a, a, you, you know your probably, kids better than I do. Exactly. I, yeah. I think it all goes down to... I, I actually want... I'm going to go with you guys first. What are your guys' opinions on Christians watching Deadpool? Yes or no? I well, think it's fine, is, but... <laughs> my opinion's the same of that as a Christian playing a, a mature-rated video game. It's... Okay. It's on you. You know your limitations. You know your relationship between you and, and God. Uh, if you can enjoy that and and not let it affect you, go for it. Right. Yeah. I kind of have that same mentality, too, with anything. In, enjoy it. And, uh, and mature, first. sort of. When it comes to movies or games or really anything else, if you think you could take it and if you think that, you know, your mindset is it going to be, you know, swayed or whatever? If you're just going to stay, you know, solid with your faith, I think it's totally fine. So, yeah. I, at Geeks and a Grace, I really put a lot of thought into this when coming here, trying to figure out the answer to people who say, you know, how can a Christian play these video games? Uh, and I know this is a movie, but I think the video game portion is what we always get hit with. How can Christians be playing these video games? And, uh, I, I've always gone to discernment. So you got to be careful not to make an excuse. That's definitely something. I think as Christians, we need to be very careful and make sure that we are evaluating ourselves. But what I came to terms with was the Bible, what's good and bad, is objective. It's not moving. That is what's good and bad. It's black and white. But people are not black and white. We need to realize that, you know, what triggers you and people use trigger always kind of as a silly word but i mean what triggers you and affects your mind in certain ways you're going to want to stay away from uh but you really need to do that yourself Uh, not all not everyone's going to be the same what content bothers you is not the same content that's going to bother other people Uh, Mm -hmm. and so i always worry about that because you can kind of use an excuse to be like i'm just using discernment it doesn't affect me you need to be really careful with that. And as a Christian, I think that is your job. You need to really stay focused on is it going to affect you or not. Uh, and I, I would also encourage you to consider whether it affects those around you. Your witness could be affected as well. Right. Um, yeah. We went over Romans 14 in class Sunday morning, and that's you know the, the weaker brother argument. So take that and apply it to your own life and, and – uh, Go with that. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at it this way, and I'm going, how could this affect somebody? If you start quoting Deadpool from the movie, and you're quoting him word from word, probably not. It's probably affecting you in a negative way. Yeah. Uh, that being said, though, the things that he's going to say are going to be hilarious. I already know. Me and my wife right. are going to go see it for Valentine's Day. Speaking of which, just so everyone knows, we're having Valentine's Day week. Uh through Geeks Under Grace. So on Geeks Under Grace, we're having like Valentine's Day themed uh, articles. And that sounds really like lovey-dovey. We're geeks. So it's not super <laughs> lovey-dovey. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're realistic. But uh, 
I'm, I'm going to see it, and I think that's that's a little I'll have to watch for. I got to make sure that I'm not sitting there repeating Deadpool word for word because the way that he says things uh, may not be the most appropriate. Right. Yep. Yeah. So talking about Valentine's uh, week, we have a couple reviews and articles that I'm just going to list off that is to you know relate to the week. So we have Kung Fu Panda three review. Uh, we also have a Boom Buster Meh uh, article on geeksandagrace.com. I don't know if you guys keep up with that, but there's a new one. So also, for those of you, for those of you that yeah. don't know what Boom Buster Meh is, uh, our reviewers, uh, our movie buffs kind of go through each movie, the, the big releases for the month, and and the, they give their take on whether it's, it's going to be an awesome movie, a terrible movie, or just kind of something you know that they don't care anything about. So that's kind of their uh, their prognostications on the future of, of the month in video gaming. Uh, in in cool. movies. Good grief. Yeah. yeah. So there's that. We also have How to Avoid an Online Dating Disaster, which if you're on Geeks on a Grace a lot, it might be helpful to read that. Maybe not we'll movie-related, but it's, Maybe not it's movie related. Valentine's it's Day related. Yeah, yeah just because I had mentioned the Valentine's Day piece. Yeah, so uh, what those else are just a couple out, things. Yeah, a lot of stuff coming out. We have Zoolander 2's Braid PG-13. Um, obviously, that's a sequel to Zoolander. So if that's a movie you liked. Um, isn't David Bowie also in this one? I don't know. But I do know they try to kill Justin Bieber, so that might be worth watching. Yeah, there's that. And <laughs> there's a lot of a lot of really great actors in that movie. So He's in it, it so it's out. not that bad. He is self-aware. I Yes, he's self-aware. I respect Justin Bieber more and more. <laughs> Because of how self-aware he is, he's like, you know what? No, I'm just is, gonna. Yeah. And like, I'm, I'm honestly liking his music now. I'm not even kidding. I like I'm his new album a whole lot. That. So, yeah. <laughs> no shame. His new, his <laughs> new album happened lately. I I like it. Anyway, um, we're not gonna sit on that. We also have How to Be Single, which is Radar, which is, if you don't want to see Deadpool and you want to see a Valentine's Day movie that's Radar, go see How to Be Single. <laughs> unless you, you know... You want to be a heathen in other ways. Or maybe yeah. don't. <laughs> you, you do you. You can do whatever. But <laughs> it's definitely a Valentine's Day movie about being single or something. I mean, it's called How to Be Single, so... And then on Blu-ray? Yeah. Uh, Blu-ray, we got Spectre, which is the latest James Bond movie. I haven't I seen it yet. Yeah, I think I'm going to be at least grabbing that one on Redbox. Hopefully this week. I probably should watch it. I don't know. I don't. I haven't seen a James Bond movie in forever. I love James Bond movies. Yeah. Um. We also have Mission Impossible Five, another spy movie. Yeah, that's weird. I haven't yeah, seen that's... a Mission Impossible movie in years. I saw one of them not too long ago, and it was as ridiculous as the first ones. I. Don't usually watch Mission Impossible. I'll watch the classic James Bond movies, but I haven't seen any recent ones. And also, before we get forget in the news for movies, super exciting, especially for us Christians. Chronicles of Narnia is getting yeah, they're gonna reboot. Wait, so what? Exciting. Say that again. Chronicles of Chronicles Narnia. Chronicles of Narnia. Silver Chair. Why are they rebooting it? Because, because it was like ten years ago that they started the first one. I don't know. I said what? that audibly at all <laughs> because it was ten years ago <laughs> since they had the first one. So, is reboot the right word? I mean, are they starting all over? They started with the line, yes. the witch in the wardrobe. 
they're well, they're having different. Like, yeah, they're having different actors. It's entirely. I don't know if it's a different. They're gonna start the series again. Yeah. I would expect Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe to be remade. So it's not gonna be Walden Media or whatever anymore. Right. New yeah, production company. New production company. Every... New actors. I'm actually kind of excited about it because I know a lot of people were disappointed with, uh, you know, crap. What's the name of that movie? <laughs> Prince Caspian, <laughs> Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. The Voyage of the Dawn Treader. Voyage of, I like the Voyage of the Dawn Treader. And Prince Caspian. There was a dragon in it. And I have not read the I book. liked it, but people didn't. So maybe <laughs> there's new one. wrong. <laughs> I really if I read the it. books, I probably would like it. The reason I say Christians, for people who don't know, C.S. Lewis, you know, famous Christian author. All of Inspy. Christian inspiration. What was that? C.S. Lewis was a spy as well. We mentioned that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. Throwback. We're going for full circle now, boys and girls. He's a spy, like James Bond. <laughs> There's going full circle. Well, interesting. I didn't know that they were rebooting the system. So, read the system. Good grief. I'm such a tech nerd. Um, so... <laughs> Silver Chair is the first one they're coming out with? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What okay. is... Does anyone know the chrono, chronology? Chronology? I can't say that word. It, it's a... Uh, so the order that the books actually came out in or the books that the order... The, the order that the books take place in? That's both. different. Because uh, chronologically in the world, it's... The Magician's Apprentice Magician's is nephew. first. Okay. Nephew. Yeah, nephew. Nephew. And then... Um, then I think it's Lion, Witch, and Wardrobe. Yeah, that sounds right. And then Weird. it kind of goes from there. I've I never think. understood why they didn't start with the first one in the actual, like, chronology. Well, because, um, if I remember correctly from my uh, reading class from last quarter, he was planning on just having it be the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. He wasn't planning on doing any sequels or prequels or anything. Right. And it just got so much success, that's why I continued the series. But so. now that we have them all, you should start it with... The, I so, don't know. Wait, did you say the silver chair is the next one? Yeah, this is the that's, first one in the series. That's the next to last one in the book series. I don't know why they're doing. Maybe they're going to be all Star Wars about it. I don't know. I, I mean, it sounds like they're movie. just continuing because, uh, man, that's weird. Maybe they are okay. just too lazy to redo the first ones, and they want you to think that's by the same production company, even though it's not. And there's different actors. Legitimately. I think Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe has done so well, they probably just don't want to reboot that one yet. And so they're like, we'll just do this. Yeah, maybe they'll come back to it if they don't. Because it was done really well. But that's true. anyways. So we probably won't get a horse and his boy, I would yeah. guess. I, I don't think they're going to do Magician's Nephew or Horse and his Boy because those don't really fit the Pevensey story. Okay. Um, but yeah. so beyond that, you got Prince Caspian, Voids of the Dawn Treader, the Silver Chair, and the Last Battle. Mm-hmm. So. I just want to see them all again. I don't know. I just want them to redo them all. That's I curious. No I just thought it was exciting. Yeah. We have a lot, as always, to talk about gaming, though. So, Joe, give us, give us the good news. All right. In the gaming news this week, we know that we've got Bayonetta and Corinne. Uh, the last Super Smash Brothers DLC coming to this version of the game. It's, I guess it's coming out this week. Is that correct? It already came out. Yep. Oh, it's already out. Okay. Like it just came out. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it, Bayonetta comes with a extra stage as well. Corn doesn't. Oh, cool. 
and you could obviously buy that little bundle. And they also have a big bundle with all the characters, all the new stages. For okay. just the Wii U, I think it's around thirty dollars, and for the with three DS, it's forty-ish dollars. Oh wow, that's really nice. Yeah, so I'm still bitter. I don't know why I had my hopes so high for Banjo Kazooie, but I am so bitter that he is not in it. <laughs> well, I can tell you probably why, because Microsoft currently owns the rights. Right. Because they own Rare. But someone in Xbox said that they were willing to do it. I'm sure oh, they were, really? like, were willing to do it if you pay us tons of money. For the right price. Sure. Right. Yeah. They were willing. And I think that I would have paid an extra 10 bucks more than the DLC price for Banjo-Kazooie. Like, do what yeah. you gotta do. I would have paid whatever I needed to to play Banjo. I, okay, I, so Patrick's telling us Phil Spencer, who is the head of Xbox, said, tweeted that he'd like to see it happen. Okay. That, that would have been cool. For the right price. That's probably why, I, that's part of the reason my hopes were so high. I was like, it's possible, so it will happen. And yeah, it's usually, yeah. How weird would it have been to touch. see a crossover between something Microsoft and Nintendo? Right. I did love, though, I saw a picture and it had all the new DLCs as the characters down at the bottom, and then it had the full roster. And he goes, how fake would this have looked? A year ago? Uh, yeah, a year ago. I think I said a few years ago, but still. Yeah. Yeah, no, seriously. I remember... Yes, and the dog from... Well, you got Cloud, Hunter. and then you got, I mean... Street Fighter. Yeah, Ryu. Speak... Oh, okay, so we're, we're segueing into video games here. I'm going to go ahead and say this. I went ahead and put in my pre-order for Street Fighter V today. Ooh. Will we be seeing it during the pledge drive? Yes, I will be playing that on the pledge drive in two weeks. Uh, the 18th through the 22nd, I think... Mm-hmm. That weekend. Um, so I'm going to play a session of that there. And uh, I got it pre-ordered today, so reuse there. I'm not entirely sure how they're doing this one. I've actually been keeping myself in the dark a little bit on it. Okay. Uh, this is just one of those games where it's like, I've played every Street Fighter that's ever come out. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to enjoy it. I know I will. But the way that I've always gotten with these games, especially since online has come out, this this online compatibility stuff... With Street Fighter 4, I would get home from work, I would eat dinner and do whatever, and then I was actually going to MLG's website and trying to sign up, like, do MLG type stuff. MLG. And then I would jump online and have these matches against people and be so nervous. I would be sick to my stomach. Aww. Which is ridiculous. <laughs> but I would, you know, so I would end up, I think I played a grand total of, like, 40 matches online oh, and um. was right at about twenty twenty. And was sick to my stomach every evening. It was like, I can't do this anymore. It's just, I'm getting too stressed out. Oh, my God. I will never be a tournament-level fighter. And I'm okay with that at this point. <laughs> but I'm still going to have a good time with Street Fighter Five. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Uh, other I'm news... much more excited about the other fighting game coming out soon. Yeah, other news. Uh, that'd be, what, Pokken Tournament? Yeah. Is it yes. Pokken? Or... It's Pokken. 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 Okay. It's like Token. Like Tekken. Tekken. Tekken, yeah. Tekken. Tekken, Pokken. Okay, so um, in the news this week, it was revealed that all the Amiibos are going to do something with Pokken Tournament. Is that All of them. Yes. There are something like, what, 80? I I don't know how many Amiibos there are. My assumption with this, and again, this is a personal assumption, uh, you're not going to be able to play Kirby and Pokken, even though I would love that. What's most likely going to happen is you have a Mario Amiibo, 
you can put a Mario hat on Pikachu. Tekken has always had that customizability. Oh, to the yeah. I think it's a really easy way for them. Because who doesn't want to play Mewtwo with a Link hat? Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, it's going to be amazing. But and I mean, yeah. Um, I was playing Hyrule Warriors, as I mentioned earlier, and they put in an amiibo system, and mm. you could put up to eight amiibos, slide them on the a day. sensor or whatever a day, and you could get yeah. gifts for each one. So, obviously, the amiibos do something, but it doesn't do any sort of customization. So, it right. could just be something stupid like that. Yeah. I'm really hoping that's not the case. I yeah. think it's, like I said, Tekken's been least- known for the customizability. No, like- yeah, I'm hoping at least the Pokemon ones do something different because I have my Pikachu one and it hasn't been able to do anything special in any of the other Amiibo. I was gonna say I've um, got the Lucario. Lucario is yeah. gonna be a character in the game, so exactly. So I really hope at least Pokemon do something beyond just customizable or. Gift it would be weird because what is that? What is Lucario going to do? I don't know. Maybe it's a costume what thing? if he gave it um, one of the Mega Stones or whatever? to Mega Evolve. That would be cool. If there you just are Mega Evolutions in this game, I believe. Yeah, I don't know what Pikachu would do then, if that's the case, but that would be cool. Huh. It would okay. be really cool to see some Tekken clothing, too. You know, yeah. like, I feel like, they're, like I said, the customizability part of it uh, with... I can't remember his name, the main character. Jin. His pants are so, you know... Um, Look like you know. disco pants? Yeah, well, people know about them. Like, when you see yeah. those pants, you know it's Tekken. It'd be cool yeah. to put those on the champ or something. Yeah, cool. So, uh, on Geeks Under Grace this week, we have a review for Homeworld Deserts of Karak. That is a new real-time strategy that's come out. Uh, the Homeworld series has been around for a long time, and Maurice really enjoyed this one. He gave it a 9. Go check out why on the website. That's up right now. This is the guy that hated Fallout, right? This is the guy that hated Fallout, but he loved Deserts of Karak. Cool. So I say that not to say that he has poor taste, because that's my thought when I say that. (laughs) I'm saying this because he is very analytical. Yes. And so if he likes a game, it means it's probably a very good game, and he's going to give you very detailed reasons why. Yes. Mm -hmm. And all the screenshots that he puts in his review are screenshots he takes himself. Very cool. So go check that out. Uh, we'll move on to the pull list for this week. We got a pretty sizable pull list for the second week of February. First up for the week coming out is Unravel. That's a platformer that uh, the character's name is Yarny. I don't know if you guys have seen this or not. The thing it that looks I, like Yoshi's yarn, but someone it looks like Yoshi yarn and Kirby's epic yarn. But someone not. just took it's, the idea and took it way too seriously. It, it is a serious take on it. Di- okay, so this game made such an impact on me. Because of the guy presenting it at E3. Do you remember that? No. Okay, so it was an actual developer of the game. He came out with a Yarny doll mm-hmm. that, that he had made himself. Um, and this guy, you could tell, he's a computer programmer like me, but this guy works on games. Yeah. And he was so nervous. He was. You could see the Yarny shaking in his hands. Oh! And you could hear his voice oh. trembling. This guy's putting his life work, basically, you know, his, the last several years of his life mm-hmm. in front of millions of people. And this is coming out for PlayStation 4, Xbox One. It's a platformer, and I think the, the, the mechanics have something to do with you using the yarn on his body to be able to traverse the, the environment. So, like, pulling off a slab of yarn to make a trampoline in the, in the environment to reach a new platform or something. Right. And 
from what I've heard, you know, you start the level looking like plump, nice, yarny, and you get to the level, the end of the level, and he just looks emaciated and, and skinny. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to be a really neat, cute platformer, and uh, I'm definitely planning to pick this one up. Very cool. Mm. Oh. Coming out also this week is Firewatch. I don't know. Have you all heard anything about this? I've heard no. it, but I really don't know anything about it. Okay, so kind of the concept is that you uh, you can take photos and print them in real life, but you are a forestry ranger. That is kind of weird, isn't it? You're a forestry ranger in, like, Montana, and okay. uh, some sort of a big mis- mystery going on, something shady going down. you got to figure out what's going on with it. It's from uh, Fulbright Studios, I believe is the name of the studios that are making it, and it they're the same team that's behind Gone Home. Oh. Made a splash a year or two ago. Yeah. I'm seeing some of these pictures. I'm understanding the the pictures being uh, taking the photography and printing it. Yeah. Though I think it would have been way cooler to have Instagram compatibility. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Maybe once we get it in our hands, we might find that you can do that. I don't know. Mm -hmm. That would be amazing. It's a beautiful game. Now, for fans of the Warriors franchise, you were talking about picking Hyrule Warriors back up earlier, Shelley. Yep. Arslan, the Warriors of Legend, comes out this week. And it's from Koei Tecmo with Omega Force Studios, the same ones that made all of those Warriors games. This looks like Dynasty Warriors, which is already kind of anime-driven, if you look, if, if you know the styling of the Warriors games. But this is taken up a notch more into anime world. I mean, it's like... Cell shaded looks like an anime brought to life, um, and and the pull with this one that's so special is that beyond being able to you know you versus a thousand warriors, you can mm-hmm. actually command like a battalion of infantrymen or a battalion of horsemen, cavalry, that's so cool. or something. It, I, I watched a couple trailers for it earlier today, and I'm actually legit excited for this one. It looks really neat. Um, so. If you're if you like the Warriors games, look for that one. I think it's coming out to PlayStation Four and maybe Xbox One. I can't remember if it's Xbox or not. Okay. Uh, Alakine's Gun, man. This is the week of spy stuff. Okay. Alakine's Gun comes out this week, and that is kind of a a spy type game as well. That's coming out on Xbox One, PC, and PS Four, I believe. And I gotta say, I it is. Uh... If these screenshots are in-game, which is what they're supposed to be, mm-hmm. it looks really detailed. There's yes. scratches on the floor. Yeah, and, and it's kind of a sneak-around, subterfuge, third-person type game. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's set kind of in the Cold War. I, I'm not positive about that, though. Okay. So, Wow. Uh, Another Assassin's Creed Chronicles game is coming out this week. Russia. Assassin's Creed Chronicles Russia, yeah. So Alakine's gun takes place in Russia. It looks like with the Kremlin in the background there. We're getting Assassin's Creed there as well. In uh, Soviet the, Russia, the Templars kill you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the thing that looks interesting about this one is that you play as three different assassins, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. And cool. we've seen, you know... We've seen Assassin's Creed games where you play as two, the the, the brother-sister combo. But first right. time I've heard of one being in three. They're also releasing a Chronicles trilogy pack that's going to have all three of them in it this week as well. Okay, cool. Uh, fans of anime fighting games like 
Dragon Ball Z and and all mm-hmm. that sort of stuff. There's a Naruto Shippuden Ni- Ultimate Ninja Storm Four. I cannot believe they've continued to produce these. I have a friend who is the reason they're staying afloat. I mean, he is all about the Naruto fighting games. And I've played a couple of these anime fighters. I've got the one, the J-Stars. I picked it up over Christmas break because they had it on sale for like $7 or something. But I just, I don't know. I'm more the Street Fighter type when it comes to Mm -hmm. fighting games. I used to love uh, Budokai when I was younger. The Dragon Ball Z games for sure. And so, you know, if you're a huge Naruto fan, yeah, Yeah, I totally see how you could get into this. Yeah. Brings your characters to life in a different way. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. finally, rounding out the pull list for the week, I believe, um, the following, an expansion for Dying Light, the game that came out last year that's kind of uh, a horror first-person RPG slash... um, What's it called? Free running... uh, Oh. oh yeah, it was made by the people who did uh, Dead Island, right? Yes, yes, same oh, studio. Really yeah, I wasn't completely wrong. Yeah, what is it's a parkour. 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 Yeah, it's it's kind parkour. of a horror parkour RPG zombie game. Right. And I think this is the this is their latest expansion coming out for it. I never from what it, I, I wanted to. It looks so from what I've heard, this is going to double the amount of space in the game. Wow. All right. Oh, wow. So it's it's a big one. I've always wanted it because you can actually be a zombie in someone else's game. Yes. Oh, that's yep. sick. And you go attack them and you get to jump oh, around the buildings. So it would be cool. amazing. I've never played it, though. I've heard fantastic things about this game. And if it's doubling the area, it's going to yeah. be definitely get something to get. So I think that's all that's coming out for the week. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot. We got it. Yeah. Next week's going to be a big one, too. But- awesome. That's it for this. I love week. all the video games coming out this year. It's been a it's been a good year for video games. I feel like movies have been the the talk of the town, but there's been a lot of games coming out already this year. There's a, there's a lot on the horizon. Cool. Hmm. And then there's nothing for a pull list for Christianity, but I did see this, and this is weird. There is a Pure Flix, which is a Christian Netflix. Uh. Pure <laughs> So are we talking like, uh, what are we talking like, God's Not Dead being featured well, on it? Or? Front page, amazing love, the story of Hosea, Hosea, uh, Tim Tebow on a mission. Uh, let me go down a little bit. Revelation Road. I think God's Not Dead, God's Not Dead is in here somewhere. Um, clips. They have clips for God's Not Dead 2. Uh in interview reviews. It's kind of a cool concept. Uh, but something that I would like to see is like an amendment to Netflix, not a different thing. Yeah. I don't, I wouldn't pay, I couldn't pay money for this. Uh, <laughs> what is the fee? I, that I don't know. Let me, let me start your free month and see. Oh, they're not gonna tell me the price. I don't think until I sign up. It's forty nine ninety nine a month. Yeah. <laughs> if you uh, pay, Patrick, you will be blessed. No, I don't want to give it that bad of a name. It's Patrick cool. Patrick says really cool eight dollars, so it's probably the logo looks strangely like Netflix. <laughs> it's just, it looks very like Netflix. I wonder why. I think because seven ninety nine a month. 
Sony. I think with the trailers and the behind the scenes and stuff, I think that makes it really cool. Uh, but I, I wouldn't, I couldn't pay money. Uh, most of these are on Netflix. You can see God's Not Dead or used to be. I know. It's not on there anymore. I mean, there is a Christian tab in Netflix. I don't right. understand why that's not enough. Hey, 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 hey. There's a, there's a chess movie called Checkmate. There is a movie called Pirate's Code, The Adventures of Mickey Matson. What? That looks fantastic. They I, do have VeggieTales stuff on there. VeggieTales, VeggieTales. There's a lot of these movies that I haven't heard of that, like, I mean, just looking at the covers, they look really good. Yeah. Legitimately. Um, so, uh, the covers? Okay, here's one that has me baffled. I'm scrolling down looking through the list, and under the kids series, you know how we have the Wiggles? That's yeah. kind oh, of a no. kids group? Oh, There's no. apparently a Christian group here called ah. the Flizbins. Oh, no. <laughs> that looks very similar in concept. Much. And so the reason that I took note of this is because I wanted to ask the question, and that is perfect for my question, um, I see a little like amazing sing along with the little mice. It looks just like something I used to watch in the nineties. What was that cowboy mouse? You know, what I'm talking about something's adventures. Fivel goes west. Yeah, um, <laughs> in the same vein. Th- I have a point to this question. I want to ask you guys: uh, Christian alternatives are they a good thing or are they a bad thing for Christianity in general? Let's let's be specific. Okay. Um, As I say general. <laughs> I believe they very much try to fill a gap that we. <laughs> the, the let's be honest. Could, hmm. This is a tough one, man. The my issue with with Christian media in this format is that it is typically so poorly produced. Right. People are unwilling to hear the message because the presentation is typically. So poorly executed. And so people say, well, that's not just a Christian movie. That's a bad movie, period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so they're saying, I don't want to watch bad movies. We don't want to watch bad movies. We don't recommend bad movies or games to other people. You know? Right. I mean, we do the same thing with, with the video games, with video games and, and that sort of thing. We don't want you listening to, to bad music in general or, or consuming low-quality stuff. And unfortunately, people typically sacrifice quality in production for the sake of trying to get the word out. Definitely. I, I'm i okay with Christian movies. Like you said, I'm, I'm totally in agreement with the uh, don't have, like, don't make poor quality movies. Like, I want a good Christian movie. I am all for that. What I'm not okay with is things like the Christian Wiggles or the Christian mouse thing, Christian versions. Of, and I sound super hypocritical at this because my news show I do youtube.com slash armor Cody is a Christian news show is totally, I watched Philip Franco's show. I went, I can do that, but I would have given it a Christian twist. Um, and I want to say, and this is like I said, cause I'm being hypocritical about it. I need to make some kind of defense. I think it's cause it's informational that it, I, I'm okay with it with the information being a piece of it. Um, you're getting a Christian perspective. Whereas a lot of this is, that's cool. We should have a Christian version of that so Christians can watch it too. And I think that really takes away from us trying to be this like weird um, bubble. Where in the United States specifically, we really try to make a Christian bubble that is incredibly unnecessary and uh, alienates 
the rest of the world. Yeah. No, exactly. That's probably the main reason why I'm not a fan of Christian alternatives in general. Um, when it comes to Christian movies, I think it's cool, but I also think that a movie doesn't have to be called a Christian movie and be advertised as a Christian movie for it to be Christian. Um, right, yeah. I mean, like, one of my favorite movies in general is Remember the Titans. It's definitely a movie that has so many Christian values, but it's not in itself. It's more of a football movie, so... Um, but I love it. Um, and, and then you get chaos and stuff. Where I'm looking on ID, I, IMDB at the mm-hmm, top 10 Christian mm-hmm. movies. Number 12 is Noah with Russell Crowe. And <laughs> I don't think anyone yeah. considers that a Christian movie. Yeah. It's like, yes. oh, it's, it's, it's not even a director. <laughs> it's a very twisted, I'm, not twisted. I haven't seen the film, so I, I'm not going to mm-hmm. say that. But from what I've heard, it's a very liberal view uh, a very, a very free take of a Bible story. Yeah, there was. He heard the story once and then wrote a movie to it. Um, yeah, it's kind of it. But as a movie, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I just think it's ridiculous that we need to label everything as Christian for it to be perceived as Christian. Because right, I, especially the class I took last quarter, uh, you know, reading fantasy books and finding God in it. I just think it's really important to find God in places where you're not trying to force it. Um, because, you know, you're going to be in this world and God's not going to be, you know, preached everywhere. And I think it's kind of harmful to you if you're going to surround yourself in a sort of bubble wrap casing of full right. of Christian stuff. Um, so, I mean, it could be good, I guess, to, I don't know. I understand if you're growing up and you want sort of a healthy, kind of safe lifestyle, but at the same time, I still think it's kind of kind of harmful. I think it's more bad than good because I see so many Christians with a terrible mindset and view of um, just things in the world like, you know, feminists and Muslims and stuff like this, that it's only because they're sort of surrounding themselves and what they hear online and not really going out and doing all that stuff. I don't know. I'm bothered no, no, by... No, I totally understand. I totally agree. Yeah. Because, I... Yeah. Anyway, well, sorry. I, I'm just no. going to continue. <laughs> um, ever since coming to this floor, like, I had this mindset of what um, feminists were like. And it was... I realized it was all just from online. Like, feminists are not entirely all fem Nazis. I still wouldn't call myself a feminist for, you know, reasons. But I just think it's, it's terrible seeing um, Christians judge people well I, I mean judge i don't know if that's the right word but sort of I, th- I think it's a big reason why christians perceive the world as it is is because of christian alternatives and trying to say that everything has to be christian instead of just seeing christ within the world right yeah. anyone who knows me knows that i love culture it's why i do almost everything that i create um it a culture defines Christians want to make Christian culture, and I think that's the incorrect way to do it because culture is what defines what a group of people is. It is their culture by definition. And so I don't think that Christians should be trying to make their own culture. I think they should be impacting the culture that already exists. And you don't do that by making a Christian movie. You do that by having Captain America be an outspoken Christian and have something to say about it. Uh, I'll never forget one of my favorite lines in all of the Marvel movies. There's only one God, man, and he wouldn't dress like that. 
Yes, is exactly. Stuff like that is how, and it seems really small and unimportant, but it's stuff like that. People like Captain America who aren't Christian, and now they know that he is a Christian, and they are going to look at that, and that is going to impact them. And that is, I think, how we impact the world, is by impacting the culture that already exists. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. That was good. Yeah. I about that. Yeah. Well, I digress on the entire uh, the pure flicks thing. I just think it's kind of weird. Uh, one other thing, kind of in our Christian discussion, there is a Christian Living article called Scandalous Grace. Uh, you might want to check out as well. Over on geeksundergrace.com. Yeah, yeah. over at geeksundergrace.com. I feel like it's a given, but you're right. I, I said that. Gotta like, say it until it really is nailed into our <laughs> listeners' brains. There's an article. I wish oh, you guys Geeks had our little our notes, our show notes here in front of us that you can't see. Ha ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> but anything else, guys, going on this week? That's everything I'm aware of. Awesome. So before we leave, I do want to remind you guys one last time, we will be live at 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time every single day of the Pledge Drive, except Sunday, because I think that ends before 9 o'clock EST. So I believe that's Thursday, correct. Friday, and Saturday, starting February 18th. Yep, Patrick will be joining us too. Definitely. And video and everything. So come on. It's going to be live. We're going to screw a bunch of stuff up and have fun with it. You get to see us where we pause super awkwardly between topics because we do that. <laughs> You'll have to keep us company, and hopefully we won't have too long of pauses because we'll have you to interact with. Yeah, we can take questions and that sort of thing too. But yeah. in the meantime, Joe, where can we find you at? Find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games and Righteous Fury G. I'm live. Uh, either me or my buddy Warner live every single night on twitch.tv slash Righteous Fury Gaming. And you, Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at TheShellShock24, and you can find me on Twitch at ShellShock24. Very cool. And obvious, always, uh, awesome. Very cool. And as always, you can find me at uh, YouTube.com slash ArmorCody and at CodyArmor on Twitter. In closing, keep praying, keep gaming, and God bless. rock a Puppy monkey baby. Puppy monkey baby. Puppy monkey baby. <laughs> monkey monkey monkey. Monkey monkey monkey. <laughs> baby baby. So talk about anime. Uh, we go into our little anime section. We have a review from our. Aww. Young Blackjack episode six. It, Oh no <laughs> Why? I thought maybe this time I wouldn't, I wouldn't freeze But apparently I had to right when I'm talking Okay uh, I had something I was going to say I can't remember what it was Patrick cut this out This is really <laughs> Anyway <laughs> um, What I was saying I think that's it for movies. Yeah. It's really interesting. But I think (laughs) we have all the movies. (laughs) Okay. Patrick, I'll do some editing magic there. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, 
Don't forget the the link. What link? You want me to bring it's, that link it's up? It's below. Yeah. Huh? Oh. You want me to talk about the hips thing? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> no, look at the, the in the page. document. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I was like. <laughs> <laughs> No, stretch those hips. Would want to wrestle guy would get a hip wrenched. That's weird. If you were an uneducated plebeian. <laughs> <laughs> because it's because they look alike. <laughs> well, I forgot that the dog actually has like mostly It's a bear. Moves. I know it's a bear. I'm talking about the duck hunt dog. Gosh dang it. Oh, you know this, but I hold Banjo Kazooie very close to my heart. <laughs> I've, I mean, I've never. He has a he has a uh, Tui plush. Hat. I don't. A Tui plush. <laughs> <laughs> no, but when I was a little kid, because I was a child, I want to emphasize that I was a child. Um, Gruntilda, when you died and she became pretty, totally had a crush on her. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> is Joe looking it up now? Yeah. I was like, what does she look like? When... I don't actually care, but fine. You could put it in the <laughs> chat. Okay. This is like seven years old, okay? I mean, I, I don't know. I dying in that game. <laughs> yeah, just put it in the, put in the chat or something. I'm too lazy to look it up. <laughs> no context. Hey, I'm just gonna say she holds Spot. up. <laughs> oh, she's never, green. I played the game, but I never owned it. I never played Conquer. It was rated mature. Yeah, and I didn't want to play a game with a mature squirrel. Oh, I'm sure it was for good reason. Not loading for me. That looks like the HDified version. There, what? That's weird. She's green. Yeah, that's that's got to be the <laughs> HDified version. It's not easy being green. <laughs> um, I don't see any old ones. Maybe I have to look up sixty-four. Well, she probably would look worse than sixty-four version, would she? Well, that's what we're talking about, though. <laughs> 